Hey everybody, it's your boy, Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder of Cinema Draft and the owner of the Blacks in Bitcoin site.com, blacksinbitcoin.com, uh, where everybody's welcome, but I stay black and loving Bitcoin. And it is my pleasure today to introduce a very special guest, near and dear to my heart. She's a longtime hodler, only because I made her. Uh, she also is our very first guest, living a very active retired life, all the way from Seattle, Washington. The coin mom herself, it's my mother, Claudette. Hello, everybody. Good to be on their show, being the first oh. guest and all. There we, yes, we're going to work out the kinks in all of this. <laughs> My very first <laughs> guest, bear with us, Mom. I appreciate it. Uh, I was trying to get the applause up there for you, but it looks like I need to stop the other music. There we go. <laughs> okay. So, yes, let's give her a warm welcome. It's the coin, Mom. And, of course, I've muted my system. <laughs> what a disaster for all the podcast listeners. Here we go. There we go. Clap it up for mom. She who, she who does not want to be seen. So we're just going to get her a lovely icon face. And actually, we'll probably just keep her off the icons, keep it on me for the mean, in the meantime. But yes. <laughs> so please tell us, mom. Please tell us, how did you get your start with Bitcoin? I got my start from you, of course. Yeah, what, what were your first thoughts? me, actually. What were your first thoughts when I came to you with this whole crazy digital, you know, non-touchable, intangible coin idea? Uh, it was a little weird, I have to admit. And um, you were very enthusiastic. And this was back in 2020, 2014, actually, the year that I was getting ready to retire. And um, you insisted that coin, the, the coin... Uh, the coin, um, Bitcoin, would be something wonderful one day soon. I was not totally convinced, but you made me buy some, so I bought some. Yes, I think, I think it, I just purchases were for like a tenth of a Bitcoin for about how much was it, Mom? Like ten dollars? It was that. It was very cheap, but I don't think it was that cheap because I didn't want to sink too much money in it, not knowing any, having any history behind it. I'm really a very cautious investor, but it turned out to be really shocking to me, actually, the way it is has improved and it's gone so high uh, as far as returns are concerned. So, so, so having I'm seen, I'm glad I, you made me buy it. I'm sorry I didn't get more. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all? So, so having been a longtime hodler, what do you think of the recent? Uh, run up in the increased interest in in Bitcoin. I think I'm dreaming, actually. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. Well, I mean, to be fair, I I did always, you know, warn you or or tell yes. you that Bitcoin, you know, could be worth as much as a million dollars a coin someday. I mean, uh -huh. this is we're just we're just living, you know, the prophecy of Satoshi Nakamoto, are we not? I suppose we are. Well, whatever it is, it's really good. So, so what's your current interest in crypto, if at all? Are you looking to to buy and hodl more? Are you actually using any uh, cryptocurrency in your daily lives? Are you telling any of your friends about it? What's your daily interaction with cryptocurrency uh, today? Well, I keep looking to see how how, how high is going ever, ever so often, and um, 
about once a day, I take a look to see where it's at. Uh, I'm just fascinated with the, the, how it uh, improves in value from day to day. It's do any, do you find any of your friends talking about it? Because it has really, yes. you know, recently dominated the, the the general news landscape. Yes, I. Some of my friends, the people that say, "Show me," <laughs> you know, like they say, "The show me state is Missouri or whatever." Show me, I'm from Missouri. Well, those are my friends. Now they're not saying that too much. They are really sounding interested in in looking into it further and investing and. One or two of them are on fire, so uh, it's really. So, so I might have to have like a like 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 the the Bitcoin version of a Tupperware party when I come home next week. <laughs> this uh, is how what, you. This is how you hodl. This is your paper wallet. This is how you buy your Bitcoin. I think that you're gonna need to do that. Yes. Oh my goodness! All right. Well, well. Thanks for joining us on the podcast, Mom. Feel free to chime in whenever uh, there is a topic that that interests you. We're going to go through some of our our favorite segments in this show. I look forward and, to that. Yeah, and tackle Bitcoin in the news. That's right. First subject on Bitcoin in the news is eBay considering taking Bitcoin like for reals. I mean, let me share my screen with this article real quick. So basically, I mean, and, and it's high time one of these, you know, major e-commerce sites really gets into Bitcoin because Bitcoin, I mean, it's it's already accepted on Overstock.com. He was an early adopter. He's actually uh, apportioned parts of of their revenue into like, you know, buying and holding Bitcoin into creating uh, systems easier to buy stuff on overstock.com. I forget the name of the, the CEO, but he's really gung-ho about Bitcoin. He's a very interesting individual. But yeah, but it sounds like they're looking a really hard, long look at, at eBay. And eBay, which I do believe is owned by PayPal, uh, you know, which, which totally makes sense. PayPal, the pretty much the first ones in the digital payment space way back in, was it 96, 97, whatever. Uh, and I believe Elon Musk was part of that. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they actually get into Bitcoin. They're seriously considering it, they say, but they're not quite there yet. Uh, also in the Bitcoin in Bitcoin news is the Winklevoss twins. They are, they, they are your first Bitcoin billionaires. <laughs> Yeah, get an air horn for that. The Winklevi, as <laughs> noted on uh, on the social network, the Winklevi got in early. They took some of their $65 million of Facebook settlement money and and took took $11 million of that and bought a bunch of Bitcoin at $120 per back in, I think, around 2014, maybe. And they just kind of, you know, held on to their Bitcoin, created business out of it. I found out the other day, Mom, uh, remember the Gemini exchange I was telling you about? That is the yeah. Winklevi. The Winklevoss really? twins own Gemini. Huh, interesting. Yeah, they they're also they came really close to getting uh, what's called an ETF and like I think it was the electronic trading fund uh, where where you, to make it a lot easier for institutional investors to to buy into the Bitcoin space. They came really close, but the SEC shot them down. And so I guess their backup plan was Gemini. They had that waiting to go, and, and Gemini is is one of the exchanges out there, somewhat like Coinbase. It's more trader friendly uh and and you really can only buy like bitcoin ethereum and litecoin but still it's where i made uh, a fairly recent purchase uh, and i and the and the, the fees are low so i highly recommend gemini exchange uh and now we know where the money's going to is to pad their 
their Bitcoin profits. Um, and then also, here's something. Yeah, another cause for celebration. Another air horn. Take a look at this. Oh, you know what? Oh, man, let me refresh. Maybe went back over. This, earlier today, uh, overnight, the Bitcoin market cap had cleared $500 billion. That's half a trillion dollars, mom, of fake digital money. What do you think about that? Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Half a trillion. That, and now it's, it's, dipped, it's dipped under that. It's now at $491 billion. As you can see, there's been some retrenchment in, in, the, in the cryptocurrency market. Bitcoin, which is the largest, the major domo of it all, uh, at only – unquote, only 275 billion market cap is down 6% over the last 24 hours. And as you can see, the, the, the Bitcoin dominance is almost, is, is almost, you know, 60% and 55.9% when Bitcoin, you know, is down the whole you know, market's down, but it was a, it was a story. It was a story earlier today, mom, that a half, a tr that we, that cryptocurrency had reached a half trillion dollar market cap, which wow. is very, very exciting. And that of course leads us into the coin count. Mm. Yes, yes. This, can, this is the 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 Trevon James honorary coin count, where I count my coins and you count your <laughs> coins, and we all get rich together. That's right. <laughs> all right, sorry. Here we go. Where I count my coins and you count your coins, we all get rich <laughs> together. Yes, the coin count. I love this. This is actually like my job these days. I'm. I'm, you know, what do you, what, what do you mean by the coin count? So, so basically, uh, I am holding, I am hodling about ten different coins. I have a coin portfolio. Uh, I'm very, I'm very proud of. We worked hard on this. Uh, obviously, for obvious reasons, I will not divulge like you know my exact holdings, what have you. But I do like counting my coins. Because a lot of people now who are jumping into this space are looking to invest in cryptocurrencies because they're offering the best returns out there, right, Mom? I mean, I mean, it, it beats like an IRA these days. I mean, the returns are just silly these days. Yeah, they are definitely, most definitely. Now we've now we've heard of some. And I don't know if this is the most responsible behavior, but we've heard of some people who are taking out like second mortgages, uh, you know, doing stuff for the you know houses, taking out like you know home equity lines of credit to get more you know Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And once again, wow. on the show, we are not financial advisors. We do not give financial advice. But uh, and 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 it just depends on what your tolerance for risk is. I mean, I it used to be a time in America where you could you know work a middle class job and have like a pension. The savings and 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 trust that the people on Wall Street would you know be good stewards of your money. We are long past that time. So however you do with your money is how you do. I can't hate on you if you are uh, holding uh, Bitcoin or other uh, altcoins because we all need to get our digital paper. Okay, so let is let's let's take a look at this coin count. Let's go back to coin market cap, and and, and I'll count my coins. You can get your coins. In you know our Sir Trevon James honorary coin count. He of the wildly popular YouTube channel. He likes counting his coins. And you know what? So do I. All right. So we're gonna start with the major domo with Bitcoin. The thrill in the middle, and so and so basically, we're, we'll take a look over the last seven days, the seven-day graph. As you can see, a lot of excitement the last seven days in Bitcoin. We last checked on it at the last taping, we were at about fourteen thousand per Bitcoin, and now we are actually all the way up to 
16,500. So that's that's a really good move. We actually got as high as 18, almost 19,000 per Bitcoin uh, during a really, really exciting day on December 8th. But it, it's kind of cooled off. It's, you know, but as is Bitcoin's way, where we start off really hot, or we start we start off hot, got hotter, and it's fallen some, but it's still fallen above and beyond where it originally was. So that's kind of, uh, I think they call that, you know, Fibonacci retracements or something like that. I'm not very big on technical analysis, but basically we've seen this pattern before, haven't we, mom, where, where Bitcoin gets super hot, reaches like all-time highs and it pulls back, but then it still pulls back higher than it originally yes. was. Yes, most definitely. You remember 2015, right? I mean, 2015 was was a little bearish, but you know, you're down to 250 a coin. But here we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so on the week, looks like we. So, so on the week, and uh, and our overall portfolio for those who are keeping score at home, we are up to a total of 41% ROI over our last three weeks. So, yay us! Uh, even despite the 2.6% pullback in the Bitcoin market over the last 24 hours. We still got a nice, healthy, robust coin portfolio. All right, all right, our next coin is Ripple. What do you know about Ripple, Mom? Uh, not much. Well, just know um, that, that your son got us in there fairly early. Uh, our first Ripple purchase was at, how much per coin? It was at 23 cents per coin, and it has just been on a fire these last couple days. Mm. And wow. reason we and we'll go into Ripple a little bit more. That actually Ripple is our altcoin of the week. But uh, but let's take a look at the at the chart for Ripple real quick. Every time you say Ripple, I think of that cheap wine. <laughs> sham Ripple, Sham Pipple, that Ripple. <laughs> yes. Look at this chart. This chart's crazy. So it starts off here. It's all nice and minding its own business at twenty three cents each. And then boom, look at it. it went up to as high as how high is that? to as high as about 48, 49, 50 cents each. And now mm. it looks like it's down to about 47 cents a ripple. Um, yeah, it, it's it's on fire. It's uh, I'm glad we got in. I, I actually picked up some more like the like the day before it went off on its huge spike right here. So yeah, we're looking good with ripple and that's actually given us some of our best gains over the last over the last two days. 44% uh, the day before, and then 36% yesterday. So really good gains on Ripple. You like us some Ripple. <laughs> okay. There we go. Yeah, yay, Ripple. All right, our next coin is Dash. And Dash also is just on, it's on a bender. It's drunk. Go home, Dash, you're drunk. What is <laughs> Dash doing? Dash is only up. There we go. Dash is only, well, down 1% over the last, like, I think it's the last day, but Dash has gone. Look at the seven-day chart. Dash has gone from from six ninety-four just last week at this time, six ninety-four up to eight hundred eighty-six dollars. That's crazy. That's like a thirty percent gain in mm. its in its overall price. That's been Dash is Dash is blowing up, and you know what? I th I think it's time has come because I, and I remember telling you about Dash, and I think I might even sent you a, a a video or two from from the Dash lady, uh, Amanda Johnson, because I was like, I get this, I understand this. They're gonna make it super easy for people to send money privately. Do you have mm -hmm. any thoughts on Dash? Not really. I just wondered where it came from because you hadn't mentioned it um, initially, and now it's all on fire. That's amazing. 
Yeah, it came out of nowhere. We first got into Dash three weeks ago at 449 per coin. So this sucker is nearly doubled, nearly mm -hmm. doubled in value in the three weeks we've got into it. That's cryptocurrency at its finest. All right, so let's take a look at Litecoin, the digital silver to Bitcoin's digi digital gold. Mm. And Litecoin also, Litecoin, Litecoin's drunk. Go home, Litecoin, you're drunk. Check out the seven-day chart. Mm. It is wow. a sight to behold. It started off in 99.55 seven days ago. Mm. $99.55. Mom, today it is at $300.97. Wow. Wow. It's bananas. It's crazy. It's crazy oh talk. Damn straight. What's going on with, <laughs> with Litecoin? Well, Litecoin's seen a big run up in price because people are feeling left out of the cryptocurrency express. Uh, they try to go into Coinbase. Coinbase having a hard time fulfilling, you know, a lot of a lot of their orders for, for Bitcoin. The blockchain itself for Bitcoin is super sluggish and, and slow. I, I think we're still a couple hundred thousand transaction backlog. So it's taking, mm. you know, so the, the time to send Bitcoin from place to place taking, you know a really long time or it's costing a real a whole lot of money if you want to get there quickly so what you're seeing is you're seeing people getting litecoin is litecoin their blockchain doesn't have those problems their confirmation is going by really quick like within seconds and people are just stocking up on litecoin they're like if i can't get with the best i'll i'll, I'll go mess with the rest Litecoin <laughs> is the best of the rest <laughs> so yeah so we so we got into litecoin originally three weeks ago at $71.69 per Litecoin. And now we're, now you see today we're over $300. That's, I mean, you can't beat that cut, that type of appreciation in the span of three weeks. Mm -hmm. Ethereum, let's get that ETH. Mm -hmm. Ethereum, uh, also <laughs> highly popular, I think, number two overall on coin market cap. And <laughs> Ethereum also is on the bender. We are now up to $714.36 per. ETH and its seven-day chart also is bananas. I mean, and that's a great thing about cryptocurrencies that when Bitcoin does well, everyone else seems to draft off of it. Uh, so when Bitcoin ran up in price, so did all the all the other altcoins. Seven days ago, mom, we were at four twenty-seven thirty-four. Look at us now, ma, top of the world, seven hundred and forty. Oh, wow, seven in, in a week. That's fantastic. Now you see why people are like, you know, <laughs> second mortgaging their houses. I mean, just in their interest alone, they'll be cashing out in like two or three weeks. It's bananas. Yeah, ETH has done really, really well for us. I was, I was a bit of a holdout on Ethereum. It's been around for for a couple of years. Uh, I, I don't know why I held out. We got in at three fifty seven. Uh, three hundred fifty-seven dollars and forty-two cents a coin. We're now at over seven hundred. So that also has nearly doubled in three weeks. And a lot has, of people think hasn't, oh, has, hasn't Ethereum been around more than a few weeks? It's been around a few, uh, about at least a two three years, right? Yeah, no, no, yeah. Ethereum itself has been around for two or three years. I'm saying our okay. investment in it has only been oh, around okay. for like three weeks. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, that was, I mean, Ethereum's great because th that's the technology that everyone's making their coin, their tokens off of, the ICOs, all those guys. Uh, BAT, the basic attention token, that is the currency for for the, the, the company called Brave, I believe, where they're looking to revamp <clears throat> internet marketing. And as a marketing guy myself, I believe in that, so that's why I follow it. Let's take a look at the seven-day chart, which has been fairly exciting as well. So it actually started at just under 20 cents 
uh, 20 cents a bat, and now it is up over 23 cents, 24 cents almost, really. And that's also been some exciting growth after uh, <clears throat> about a sluggish week or so. Uh, we got in there at 16 cents a, a bat three weeks ago, and now we're all the way up to 24 cents. Another mm-hmm. one to keep your eye on. And they're going to have a lot of good stuff coming out in 2018. If you look at their roadmap on their site, they've got a lot of stuff. Uh, like they'll be launching a lot of their stuff in 2018. So we should. So I fully expect that to go, you know, bonkers in you know at the, at the very latest the second quarter of 2018. Uh, so a newer one that I reluctantly got into, but I'm glad I did, is Monero. Now this is this is Dash before Dash. Monero's been out for a minute. They're also a privacy coin. They're up to three eleven twelve. Mother, let me tell you, I got us into Monero actually just like a week and a half ago. Yeah, actually just about a week ago. My, I got our first Monero at two twenty one seventy eight, and look at it now, three eleven twelve. It's like thirty percent. In mm. in like a week, uh, Monero. It's it's a very exciting ride. People, Monero. I know for a fact Monero works because, <laughs> as someone who got caught up in the Bit Petite scam, they use Monero to cash out and disappear. <laughs> so, oh my, oh my. So after seeing that, I knew for a fact that Monero works because they haven't found those Bit Petite scammers. So that's when I said I was going to get some Monero. Uh, mm. A week ago, it was at two sixty nine fifty four. And it's increased up to oh, to just under just about three ten, uh, three eleven. Uh, it's very you know it's a privacy coin. So you know if you ever want to, I don't know, evade tax or the government, you know, we'll 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 know what currency you're doing it with. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. IRS is kidding. Tax reform, boo. All right. Uh, and our last coin in our count, in our in our in our in our weekly coin count is storage. I like these guys a lot. A ripoff of storage, kind of. Uh, Johnny Come Lately is named Filecoin. Don't go with those imitators. Go with the originators. Storage has been out here for <clears throat> for about three years almost. They're Morehouse guys. Uh, I believe in it. They're basically a, a decentralized version of Dropbox. And storage also has has had a little bit of a run. Although we are actually, are we are we upside down? We might be a little. No, actually, we got in at seventy cents per per storage three weeks ago, and now mm-hmm. it's up to ninety seven ninety nine cents according to this one. Over its last seven days, it's had nice little little run. It's it's actually I actually bought more storage at a dollar twelve, so we're upside down on that. But I have full confidence the the, the, the good peeps at storage will get it together. Um, I mean, like I said, everyone uses the cloud for all sorts of things. It's a it's a great currency because if you're part of the storage network, you can actually rent out the empty space in your hard drives. Like for example, I've got like a five terabyte hard drive. I'm probably only using about one and a half. So that extra three and a half terabytes, I could actually rent out to storage, and they can pay me in storage tokens uh, for using for using the extra space for them distributing the files with other storage users. How kind nice cool. is that? That's very yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Actually, actually, you know, maybe that's my little project when I come home this ne- next week. I'll, uh, I'll I'll work on on setting up again uh, uh, my uh, a node or something to to rent out space on my hard drive. That's just free money. I'm I'm leaving it on the table. Free mm. money. Mm. All right. Okay. Okay. So, so that is the coin count, the Tron James Henry coin count. Uh, and let's go into our altcoin of the week. Yes. And our altcoin of the week this week is Ripple. Good old XRP. And I'm going to 
Here we go. Let's go back over that screen. And Ripple basically is now. I was resistant to Ripple for a while. I I didn't quite. It's not like I didn't understand it. I just thought it was a little too centralized uh, by the company, uh, and uh, which, which you know, Ripple I think is Rip, Ripple's the company, and also Ripple is is the name of the currency. I thought it was too centralized. I thought it had something to do with banks, and it kind of does. And I didn't really quite quite get the utility of it until I went on a podcast, Black Republican, Black Democrat, out of the Twin Cities, Patwin Lawrence, and I forget the other gentleman's name, Patwin Lawrence, the Black Republican, and also uh, investment banker, I believe, at Wells Fargo. He owned some Ripple, and he told me that, that there are about 100 banks that are using it to to settle the interbank lending, uh, the, the daily interbank lending that banks do between between each other every day, it's faster, it's more secure, it's it's open, and then and then I, and then when he mentioned that that market is like a trillion dollar market, it totally made sense to me. So mm -hmm. you've got Ripple out here. Uh, so so far, only about a hundred banks are using it, but. Uh, it's growing. Amex made a deal last month to use Ripple for UK businesses. Uh, Ripple is also being used by Japanese and South Korean banks. And recently, there was also an escrow. And actually, let me bring this up on the screen. There, there was an escrow of 55 billion uh, XRP by by the Ripple company <clears throat> to basically to lock to basically to, to lock up the supply to make sure that. That they, that no one in the company you know floods the market with a bunch of cheap Ripple. No, I don't want to sign up for your new newsletter. Okay, and basically, and so basically they're saying that they put into a cryptologically secured escrow account to create a sense of certainty of, of, of for the amount of Ripple at any given time. So they'll kind of like be releasing it uh, as as well. Uh, into the system so it's it's predictable so it's not like one day someone at ripple decide they they want to make a big cash grab and going to like release like 50 billion ripple they can't it's escrowed so that restored that add a lot of confidence to the market and and it's shot up i think this announcement was made on the 7th and over the last two days we've had gains you know explosive gains in ripple where it's literally doubled in value probably not a coincidence so have you heard of ripple before this mom no, I don't think so. No, but, I have not. <laughs> until, you mentioned it. until you mentioned it, I, I didn't know that it existed, actually. Yeah, and Ripple is, is pretty much just, it, Ripple is, is kind of like the financial s sector's toe dip in the waters of cryptocurrency. A lot of these banks actually have full-fledged programs that they're working on, like blockchain this or or Bitcoin competitors that. But this is kind of like the uh, socially acceptable way for your know, banks to try to test out the waters of these payment systems. And, and to be honest with you, I think it's it's platforms like Ripple and 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 digital currencies and cryptocurrencies in general, uh, which has spurred on some of the recent innovation in peer-to-peer -peer payments. Because like, for example, Zelle, Z-E-L-L-E, uh, mm -hmm. which allows you to transfer money instantly between uh, tr uh, traditional fiat bank accounts. I mean, that came on the scene within the last, you know, within the last year and I think it's been that pressure from the ease and and usability of cryptocurrencies that's kind of forced them in this direction so so you know ripples out there to make it a little easier for banks to get used to the idea of digital currencies and I'm glad to own it in our coin portfolio how that's is right. it doing no it's doubled in it's doubled in value over the last two days mom oh, oh. 
Right. Like, like literally double, like went from like 25 cents a ripple to now 49, 50 cents a ripple in two days. And that, and notice the date that, well, this is, well, this is about a week ago, December 7th, but you know, once this kind of, you know, hit, hit the, hit the, the consciousness, it started its upward trajectory and here we are. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now we are going to ICO. Did you know? Anybody got time for that? Well, I've got time for it because I'll, I don't know whose list I got on somewhere, some way, but if you have Bitcoin in your LinkedIn profile, whatever, I get every single cockamamie, uh, cockamamie ICO pitch. It's kind of annoying, but in the interest of entertaining y'all, I'm going to share with you one of the new ICOs I'm looking into this week from being on these weird mailing lists. And also, and, and also we're going to check up on our ICO did you know from last week, which was the game, which was the, the game flip. We, we put the question out there and we'll do a Twitter poll at the end of this podcast as well. Where we will ask you whether you think we should invest in the ICO did you know of the week. The very first week we had, I believe, Virtue Poker and it was resounding. There it is. It was really yay. Uh, and I'm actually interested in in participating in the ICO Virtue Poker. That will be a Q1 2018 type of move. The one from last week is called was a Game Flip. Yeah, in Game Flip at Game Flip, we did not have a robust response to our poll, probably because no one heard of it. But um, of the the people who did vote, it was a hell yeah. So we'll keep our eye on Game Flip. This week's ICO, did you know, is Bloom. And let's dig all into Bloom real quick as I share my screen, if I can get my mouse to work. There we go. Let's share my screen. Let's, let's say hello to Bloom. Now, Bloom is looking to disrupt, and that's the term that I kind of hate working in startup tech because we hear it all the time. But Bloom is here to disrupt credit. They basically are taking on the global credit market, which is often fractured and unfair. Uh, I, I know this personally too because I had I have a, a a foreign investor in Cinema Draft, and when we were even looking at the possibility of of her getting additional credit in the United States, they wouldn't because she didn't have a social security number because she's British. So so Bloom is looking to cross that that you know international credit divide by having like a, a international platform for credit that will help reduce identity theft as all of us have been affected by the ridiculous hacks on, on the credit agencies to break up the monopoly of those US credit agencies and their archaic, totally unfair scoring system. I mean, it's bogus, man. You can be penalized on your credit just for looking for credit. Doesn't make any sense, nuts. So it comes in three parts. Oh, well, first of all, let me ask you this, mom. What do you think of the idea of, <clears throat> of, a, of, of a revamp to the current credit system? I think it's uh, definitely something that needs to be done <clears throat> because I think the one that we have now doesn't make any sense and it, it does affect people's lives. Yeah, absolutely. And also, and, and just to go a little bit further afield, you still have, <clears throat> you still have like you know, the, the whiff of scandal from from those those was it the London whale trade or or the, the one where they they discovered the LIBOR scandal that's what it was where they found out that that the the UK market was was basically manipulating the LIBOR rates which is like that base rate that they build into any kind of credit card or any kind of of credit product that you <clears throat> may acquire they are manipulating LIBOR to get rich off it and and 
charging the rest of the world extra money just to you know uh, just to line their pockets in order to to uh, lend and receive money. It's bogus. So this is great because now we're finally going to have uh, credit on a blockchain where everything's fairly transparent and 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 a, a degree of of anonymity, but yet still provability. And so. Mm -hmm. It's going to be in three parts, where it's going to be your <clears throat> your bloom. Yeah, so it's uh, so it's going to be both a system, kind of like a blockchain, as well as a token, which will be BLT. And so basically, you're going to have it's three parts: the bloom ID, which is a global, which will be your global identity on the blockchain. You're also going to have there it is the bloom ID. <clears throat> then you're also going to have the bloom IQ, which will be a reporting system of of your debt obligations. And then you're also going to have the Bloom score, which will indicate your likelihood of debt paying ability, and they'll, they'll all, and they'll take all those factors in and, and then spit out a, a number uh, uh, that you can use to gain credit uh, internationally. And that, this will really be cool because then you'll also be able to. Like, I'm not sure if this will lead to an explosion in of international investment. Now there will be like one system uh, internationally for credit, but I would not be surprised. I think this this has a lot of 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 unintended consequence we haven't even thought of yet. Um, if this is, is widely adopted, uh, I, I think it'll be great. Uh, owners of BLT will be able to help guide the evolution of the protocol. They'll be able to vote on changes to the Bloom score. Uh, so if you own, so if you went in and had like a master node of BLT and, and had like, I don't know, <clears throat> maybe like, you know, one half of 1% of all the, the, the BLT out there, mom, you could, and, and they made a change to the scoring system, the protocol, you'd be like, no, me and my, I don't know, you know, 10 million BLT, you know, are against it. And then it might not actually happen. Mm. Kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, creditors will have to apply in, B, you know, with an application fee in BLT, of course, to be part of the ecosystem. So, you know, so before, so if that landlady who or your potential landlady who you know you're applying for credit for she's you know she's gonna actually have to if she wants to be part of the system and to, to see your international credit score she's gonna have to buy some blt and get with the program oh. uh what else uh that also be, uh, people in part of the ecosystem will instead of like mining uh, and uh, i'm not i'm all unclear if you if this will be able to be mined but instead of mining i think there'll be There'll be people who are identity verifiers and risk assessors. They'll help keeping. They'll help keep the system moving, and they will get paid in BLT. And so, and then also they come up with 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 the Bloom card, which will be a kind of like a like a credit card, which you can help increase your Bloom score. And they also mm -hmm. have some interesting things on the, on the roadmap, which include peer-to-peer -peer credit staking. So for example, mom, like you could go to one of your knit night ladies and be like, hey, you know, I see you have a Bloom score. Um, your Bloom score is kind of kind of <clears throat> high. We don't need to go through like a bank. If you want to borrow, you know, 10 grand because I'm bit rich, <laughs> here, I'll loan you 10 grand in, 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 uh, in, in, in Bitcoin or ETH. You know, or you know, ten, or ten, you know, through through Bloom, or I'll, I'll I'll lend you ten grand of BLT, which you can exchange for so for, for some Ethereum or or Bitcoin, and you'd be on your way. How cool would that be? That'd be great. <laughs> so now, I mean, so now you don't have to just take your word for it. Your your friends, like oh, you know, you know, I'm good for it. No, just go see the Bloom <laughs> score. It'll be on their blockchain. How awesome would that be? Oh, so their ICO is already underway. As you can see, like 18 days left on it. Uh, I think. 
you know, quote unquote, good seats still available. Um, they have a $50 million hard cap. So once they've sold 50 million worth of bloom, <clears throat> you know, it, it's, it's gone. And uh, I think the, was uh, yeah, 50 million hard cap, 150 million BLT uh, total. And then the minimum buy is 0 0.001 Ethereum, which today, because Ethereum was at, so that's like seven bucks. Oh, wow, that's kind of pricey, actually. Well, that, that's not true. I think it's 70 cents. Hold on, 001 times 700. Yeah, 70 cents per, per, per bloom, per, per BLT. So you heard it here first. BLT, the Bloom, uh, the Bloom Network, Bloom Credit, disrupt, uh, say say hello to inclusive credit, disrupting the credit agencies. I don't know. What do you think about BLT, Mom? Think we should invest? I think it's it certainly is um, a good idea to get in on the ground floor for something so uh, so important. Yeah, once upon a time, Ethereum <laughs> was trading yeah. at fractions of pennies on the dollar, and yeah. and right now it looks like you know Bloom it can be had. You know, it, it looks like Bloom can be had for for as little as seventy cents each. I mean, you know, maybe maybe well, I'll maybe, maybe I'll be like my my New Year's resolution. I'll I'll buy a hundred dollars worth of, of Bloom and just see what happens. Uh, yeah, there you go. See what happens. All right, so. So as a reminder, we will put up a poll on whether we and yourself should invest in Bloom. That will be at Blacks in Bitcoin on Twitter. So twitter.com slash Blacks in Bitcoin. And definitely uh, weigh in. We'll have that poll up all week and give the results next week during this same segment. Listener giveaway! All right. Ask a BTC guy. Send me your crypto questions. Uh, it, of the top three questions that we read on the air, we will award $5 in BTC from our Coinbase tipping wallet or hot wallet to our top three questions. And our first question that we have this week is from Josh. J Josh, he of, uh, uh, oh, okay, Josh, a real estate agent at urbanrent.com says, thanks for getting me in before the Bitcoin prices shot up. Now, can you tell me where to invest my money next. Well, once again, disclaimer, we are not financial advisors over here at blacksandbitcoin.com. We only have speculative opinions and highly biased opinions as a longtime 2013 hodler, but I can only tell you what I've been up to with our portfolio. <clears throat> and, and what I would recommend is, depending on your, your tolerance for risk, obviously the simplest thing is to just hodl that is hold in Bitcoin speak and buying, you know, the, the coins you really believe in coins that have some utility and you know what they do like uh, Bitcoin, um, Litecoin, Ethereum, some of those big fast movers. And the great thing about Bitcoin is that, <clears throat> is that while they are making more Bitcoin, it's only coming out at a steady predictable rate. It'll only be, but so many Bitcoins. So definitely, you know, so definitely get in now because in my estimation, it is still, very cheap to own Bitcoin. You don't have to have a full Bitcoin, just get you know fractions of a Bitcoin, but you can buy and hold that and that will be great as well. Me personally, as, as referenced in, in the notes <clears throat> uh, to, to this video, I am part of uh, BitConnect. They've been nothing but wonderful for me. I've been averaging about uh, an average of 
one zero percent a day on my returns. That's an investment platform that if you would like to learn more about, feel free to go to blacksandbitcoin.com and click the page that says my Bitcoin investment scam because it really is a, a, a cool program. And once you and once you couple the earnings you get from that daily into a compounding program, your profits can rise really, really quick. And then also, <clears throat> and then so between that and my coin, coin portfolio, uh, I think it's a pretty good way to go. There's lots of different types of investment programs out there. I'm taking a long look at USI Tech. That's kind of like BitConnect, but instead of paying you out in US dollars, they pay you out in Bitcoin, which as you can see is even more valuable. So we'll take a long look at that and I will let you guys know of my adventures along the way. All right, so thanks, Josh. I'll be sending you your, <clears throat> your $5 in BTC shortly. All right. Oh, and, and also, uh, if I think I skipped over this part, if you would like to enter to win $5 in BTC from my tipping wallet, my Coinbase tipping wallet, email me at blacksinbitcoin at gmail.com to enter and win. Do you have a question this week, Bob? Uh, not really. I just wanted to see how it all shakes out in another week. <clears throat> well, that's the, that's the, is this more fun than having like an IRA or a mutual fund? Week to week, it's just so much drama. It goes up, yeah. it goes down. It usually mostly goes up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Good, good. All right. So, <clears throat> so we have, Sorry, uh, we have a question from Nisha. Nisha asks, is it too late to buy Bitcoin? And for that, let me refer you over to, once again, the screen share. Let me refer you over to an article I wrote last night because this, and it had been brewing in me for some time because uh, this is a question I get asked just about every single day by all the by, by all the people on the sidelines who are you know taking a good hard look at Bitcoin but have yet to really invest. And that is, is it too late to invest in Bitcoin? Or is it too late to buy Bitcoin? And I say, no, it's never too late to get into Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And I, I have a nice, you know, six you know, bullet point uh, rationale for why it's not too late. Uh, it's, uh, it's a bit of a long read if you click on all the links and stuff, but it's, it's a worthwhile read. And, and for those of you who are already about that life, use this, please, please use this article or this, this, little, this little blog uh, post as, as am ammunition for why it's not too late to invest in, in Bitcoin and crypt in cryptocurrency. We are just getting started, folks. And one of the, one of the, I, I guess I'll highlight one of the reasons why I think it is not uh, why it's not too late is because Bitcoin could be and should be worth more than a million dollars for Bitcoin in our lifetime. And this is when you start getting into really kind of big picture discussions about, you know, the M1 money supply and the M2 money supply and all these kind of financial terms, which kind of go over my head. But basically, you know, Bitcoin right now is undervalued. And the reason why I say that, mom, is because we have we have uh, $350 trillion combined in the markets of money, equities, and real estate that or we anticipate will be digitized by the blockchain. So while we had, you know, a good day earlier where you know, we crossed, was it, where we crossed half a billion dollars in in total, you know, market cap, which now looks like we we're just uh, just under half a billion um, dollars total. There we go. Yeah, just under. Let's see that. Or just under half a billion in total market cap. This is nothing compared to, you know, out of the, was the five trillion dollars a day traded on you know, Forex ex exchanges, like foreign, you know, foreign currency exchanges, things like that. So we've got a long way to go. And that's why I'm saying it's not too late. It's not too late to get involved in this Bitcoin. Do you, do you get that question, mm -hmm. mom, when people ask you about Bitcoin? 
Yep, I do. I do indeed. So what because do you tell them? Well, I tell them that it has just started on the way up. That is, it's it has more to climb, and they look at me at disbelievingly. I said, "Well, I mean, look at how far it's come in just a few weeks," and then they 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 get surprised because uh, most people are not. Then they're not clued into what's going on with Bitcoin anyway. So until very recently. Yeah, and, that, and that's so fair enough. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of people see the price of a full Bitcoin. They get kind of, you know, uh, yeah, they feel they have to. If they can't, if they can't buy a whole one, they don't want to buy it because they think it's not going to appreciate. But that's not true at all. No, that's Bitcoin's how I saw. The, the, yeah, Bitcoin's visible to the to the millionth, uh, you know, to the millionth place. Yeah. So you can buy yeah. as little or as much as you want. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. All right, so 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 uh, Nisha, we will send you. Thanks for that question and for giving me a chance to show off my latest blog post. <laughs> we will be sending you five dollars in BTC right after we are done with this podcast. And the last question is from Monique: Should I buy gold instead? And hearing that just hurt my heart. That hurt my heart. Take a look at <laughs> take a look at this at this uh, chart. I found this chart on I think it's mypf.com or something. Basically, this guy went and and said and showed the returns you would have made if you'd invested ten thousand dollars in you know middle of twenty of two thousand and ten into these different asset classes. So general commodities, you actually would have lost four thousand dollars over the last seven years. The yen, you lost about three, about twenty five hundred. The euro, you're down about you know you're down about nineteen hundred. Silver. Silver, you're down, you know, eleven hundred, twelve hundred. Gold, you've lost twenty bucks. So you've held all these gold bugs. You're like, oh, gold's a store of wealth, a store of value. It is a boring store of wealth. Actually, it's not even a store of wealth. It's a store of of status, of stasia. It didn't do anything. Actually, it lost you nineteen dollars over the last seven and a half years. It's just a, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. So, but to all those gold bugs, you know, you and your gold. I hope you're happy, not earning a single penny of interest. And then, and then you then you get into like some more commodities, the yuan, which is you know the the, the Chinese yuan. Uh, it's you know you would have you would have made about four hundred bucks. The U.S. dollar index, you would have made about seven hundred bucks. Stocks and bonds, twelve hundred. Yeah, you would have made. 2000 bucks. The S&P 500 in these traditional asset classes you would have basically doubled your money. About 20 your 10,000 would be worth $25,682. Of course, it doesn't take into account inflation or anything, you know. This is you would have doubled your your 10 your mid 2010 you know, ten thousand dollars worth of your money at this point. But you look at Bitcoin, and it's not even a contest. 201 million dollars It's like a 2 million percent return on investment. Now, of course, a lot of people didn't even know about Bitcoin in 2010. I get it. Uh, even if you even if you cut this in half, the, the time in half, like maybe you invested three years ago or whatever. I mean, hell, even 2015, when Bitcoin was trading at $250, I mean, mm. you still would have had more return on investment than all these asset classes combined. It's not mm. even close, Mom. So should, so should Monique buy gold instead, Mom? What do you of think? Of course, it's definitely not. <laughs> yes. Now, diversify your portfolio if you want. I only want stuff that's actually going to make me money. Uh, e I mean, which is why I mess with BitConnect, which is why I do some other stuff. But um, even if it's slow and steady, at least it's steady. Gold will lose you money, however little, over the long term. So 
We're done with gold. We're out of here. But thanks to the question, Monique. We appreciate it. Five dollars in BTC being sent on your uh, to, uh, on on its way to your Coinbase or from my Coinbase account. No gold, bruh. No gold. All right. Okay, so we're we're uh, almost done. We're gonna do it for the culture, as you all may or may not know. My background's in entertainment, and I want this section to be about something in entertainment or pop culture that really moved my vessel and highlight or highlight someone who's black in Bitcoin. Sometimes it'll be about crypto. Sometimes it won't. So this week, because I had so much fun about this, do you know which one I'm gonna do, Mom? And not just because you read the rundown. Which, which one? Okay, so so for the coach this week, I watched this movie called The Disaster Artist. Oh and, yes, <laughs> and I just had way too much fun with this movie. Let me let me let me screen share. Let me screen share the IMDb real quick. This movie is nuts, and it's been nominated for Golden Globes and everything. James Franco. And this is act. This was based off a real life guy, Tommy Wiseau. The character he plays is really long, weird hair. This is James Franco, and this is actually his brother, Dave Franco. So the Franco brothers, you know, uh, on screen together. It is so bad. <laughs> he, it, it, this guy is crazy, and he has this really weird, you know, accent, which is never fully explained. Just like the guy in real life. This guy went out to make a movie, and it's like it's probably one of the worst movies of all time. But that's gained cult status, and he talks like this. Oh, oh, hi, Mark. I, 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 I did not. I did not. <laughs> and I spent, I spent like an evening leaving voicemails in the voice of, of James Franco playing Tommy Wiseau. It's, it's, it's incredible. It is so funny. And this movie is so bad. It is, it's amazing. I, I, I truly enjoy it. Uh, it's uh, the Franco brothers that they go, here's Tom, he plays Tommy Wiseau. He plays like his, his protege. <clears throat> Protege and roommate, who you know uh, is is kind of long for the ride in this movie. It's it's just really really funny, really really good, really really funny. Yeah, see, he's already won an award for it. I guess James Franco won best male lead at the Gotham Award. So I highly recommend it. It's called The Disaster Artist. Uh, I think it's in limited release. It should probably open up a little wider this weekend. Um, but definitely check it out. Are you interested in seeing the the Disaster Artist, Mom? I certainly am. I am always good for. A, I like to have a laugh every now and then. Oh hi! <laughs> oh hi, Claudette. Hi. <laughs> I did not. Okay, I'll stop. Okay, so let's bring this sucker in for a landing with the weekly prediction. Now, last week <clears throat> I predicted BTC at this point would be eighteen thousand five hundred. Where are we at this very moment? Let's click a refresh. Just a little bit short. <laughs> so we were two thousand dollars off. At, at one point we did touch eighteen thousand. Well, that's so pretty. But yeah, we didn't we didn't stick we didn't get there at the time of this taping. So I'm actually going to so I'm actually going to uh, do a new prediction for next week. We'll see how close I get. This may just be blind optimism, but I think we have another run in us this week. I'm going to say that we'll be at 19,000 by the time we tape next Wednesday, just because I'm with that guy who predicted 20,000 BTC by Christmas. Wait, wait, do you have a prediction, Mom? What do you think Bitcoin, what price do you think Bitcoin will be at this time next week? Well, I think that it's probably closer to uh, to, to, to 20,000, I think. Really close. Above so yours. 
Oh, so you, you're going even higher. Mom's bullish. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that it'll be 198. Whoa. Like Whoa, you heard it here first. The coin mom said 19,800 <laughs> uh, by this time next week. I, if so, I'm, you know, maybe, maybe drinks are on me, mom. All right. So where can you find Blacks in Bitcoin? Go to our site, blacksinbitcoin.com, Twitter at Blacks in Bitcoin, Facebook, Blacks in Bitcoin. Uh, we do have an Instagram that's also, wait for it, Blacks in Bitcoin, <clears throat> but no Snapchat, <laughs> none of that, none of that. Also, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Music, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your favorite podcast from. Also, if you're curious about my fancy sports style movies game, we are <clears throat> we are uh, in stealth mode right now, but you can definitely check us out at cinemadraft.co. That is cinemadraft.co, uh, where there's a nice landing page, a lot of information about us, uh, about me and the team. Uh, also, make sure you subscribe to the to the Blacks and Bitcoin YouTube channel. Thank you, all five of you. Mom, are you even subscribed to the YouTube channel? Yes, of course. All right, I'll 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 go check the I'll go check the list. I don't think I see okay. you subscribe, but uh, but yeah, but please support the podcast. The easiest way to do that is to give it a five star rating on iTunes. Just share it with your friends. Just share it on social media. I, I thought that you sorry. I thought you said it. Well, I, would I subscribe to it? Not if I did already. No, you should already be subscribed. You're my mother, what's going on here? Uh. <laughs> I have other things to do. Not acceptable, dang it. Well, you know what? Don't be don't be the coin mom. Subscribe to your boy. Help a brother out. The more people who subscribe to this, shoot, the more Bitcoin I can give away in the future. That'd be great. You can also support the podcast by opening up a, coin, a Coinbase account using my referral link. It is in the description of this podcast. With your first buy of $10 or more, you'll get $10 worth of Bitcoin, and I'll get $10 of Bitcoin. Win-win. Links in the show description as well as on the YouTube page. Oh, look, Mom, in the hour we've been, we've been taping this, Ethereum has gone up another 4.5%, trading at $730.45. I, I love crypto. It changes moment to moment. <laughs> what do you think about that, Mom? I think that's fantastic. We've made money while doing something else. Passive income, only way to be. <laughs> Great. Oh, also feel free to tip me on my blockchain wallet. The description, the the address is also in the description. And even more, tell all your friends about the podcast and send me your questions. Once again, I will give out five dollars in BTC to the top three questions at blacksinbitcoin at gmail.com. The email address again is blacksinbitcoin at gmail.com. Send me your questions. Ask a BTC guy, and we'll get you that Bitcoin out to you post haste. Uh, Mom, any part, any parting thoughts? Mom, go Bitcoin. <laughs> I thought we lost you. So no thoughts, just go Bitcoin. All right, I can dig it. That's what's up. And uh, and as we leave every week, as always, if you love Bitcoin, huddle if you hear me. Huddle, huddle, huddle. Mom huddles. I huddle. <laughs> 